0: Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep. All right, folks, welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast. I'm John Nothing Doe, and before we get started on the podcast, I just want to remind everybody that you can share, like and anything in between there with all your friends with the podcast we'd really appreciate your support follow us on any forms of social media twitter instagram facebook we are on tiktok as well we don't do any of those girl dancing stuff or any of the dancing stuff rather and without any further ado we're going to be talking hockey which means we're going to have big mikey on the show big mikey how are you pal i'm
1: good thank you for having me on your show
0: no problem man so i know it's been a while life gets in the way sometimes when we want a podcast but Lots has happened since the last hockey podcast we've had. And the last time we talked, we were just talking before the trade deadlines. And now we're at the trade, long past the trade deadlines. But I wanted to talk about a couple things before we uh, gloss over the trade deadlines. So Toronto made some moves at the trade deadlines. How do you feel that affected our team?
1: Um, I love the Nick Foligno trade. Uh, you can put him anywhere in your top four line. He brings some more sandpaper. I would like to have him on a line with uh, on your second line there with Taveras and uh, Nylander in your top six. Or you can also drop him to your third line there. Did you so, think yeah, Foligno um, was going to
0: ever love come? Sandpaper. Did you ever think that Pardon? Nick Foligno would ever come to uh, Toronto?
1: Um, I always thought it was a possible destination considering his athlete. For the Toronto Maple Leafs
0: Mike Felino, there's some connection there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so talking about some of those trades and all that good business. So we know that the expansion um draft is coming up shortly. Seattle's Jumping into the NHL now. Now, what do you think Toronto's going to do to protect their players and what methods they could use to protect their players?
1: Well, uh, if I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs right now, I don't re-sign uh, Zach Hyman. I don't re-sign Nick Salino. Nick Salino's going to be a UFA and uh, Wayne Simmons is going to be a UFA. I wait till after the expansion draft and I would use a 4-4-1 method. So four forwards, four defensemen, and a goalie. That way you sign your big four up front, Nylander, Tavares, Marner, and Matthews, and then you can sign your four defensemen, Muzzy, in all tj brody and uh, morgan riley because if you go into a seven-three-one method then you'd have to expose one of your defensemen which uh, they'd probably be uh, picked up okay that's fair that makes sense yep.
0: another big trade that happened and i'm sure there's numerous ones but uh one of the other ones outside of the toronto maple Leafs that really comes to mind is the taylor hall trade to boston what are your feelings on that
1: I think Taylor Hall handcuffed uh, Buffalo there, and, and uh, Boston was his only destination. So uh, they lowballed Buffalo, giving, instead of giving a first round draft pick, they gave a second and a prospect. Prospect, at best, Probably a third line player, nothing spectacular. But yeah, like Taylor Hall looks like a, he rejuvenated his career since his MVP season with the New Jersey Devils. I like Taylor Hall in Boston. I hope he's re signs there because instead of him being the guy on a team, he fits nicely as being one of the big guys there. Like on that second line with Krejci, I never seen Krejci play this good hockey in like in like the last five years. He's helped Krejci's game and he's helped his own game, and he's added like really good depth for Boston.
0: And they're gonna be a scary team in the playoffs. No kidding. All right, so we're gonna change. Gears here a little bit there, big Mikey. So what I'm gonna do is uh, I know normally I discuss the points and point leaders and the league and the divisions, but I think we're kind of past that now. We're at the point now where we can uh, clearly we clearly know who in their division is going to be playing in the playoffs now. So that being said, our beloved Toronto Maple Leafs have clinched the first place spot in the North. I know that can change, but as it stands right now, my boys are number one, and number two is Edmonton, number three is Winnipeg. And number four is still up in the air in the north. So right now as it stands, the Montreal Canadiens are fourth. But there's a 10-point differential between both Calgary and Ottawa to Montreal. So I guess anything can happen. What are your feelings there? Do you think that Calgary or Ottawa, or no, sorry, Ottawa showing showing eliminated. Do you think Calgary can pull off this big uh, winning streak to overtake Ottawa in the last uh, spot for the division north?
1: Um, anything's possible, but I would probably say uh, Montreal clinches that last playoff spot. We have a Toronto-Montreal first round. Toronto knocks out Montreal in six games.
0: Oh, six games. And okay. Then,
1: and then Edmonton with uh, with Winnipeg first round, I would say uh, Edmonton wins in. Uh, that's going to probably go seven games. That's going
0: to be a real big battle. So, in your professional opinion, do you think, you think it's going to be Toronto and Edmonton for the north? Yeah, McDavid versus
1: Matthews in the second round. That's going to be unreal.
0: And... What is your prediction there?
1: Well, if Toronto faces Edmonton in the second round, I'd say uh, Toronto would be Edmonton in seven games. Mm. Uh, just for the... Just for the simple fact that uh, Toronto's got more depth in net. How about uh, if uh, Frederick Anderson was back and he's healthy? And you have Campbell there, and you have David Riddick. They've added like good element in net. Yeah. Obvi- I think Edmonton's four players like McDavid and Drysdale, they're probably better than Matthews and Marner. But uh, I think Toronto's got more depth uh, like going down into their four lines. But yeah, it's pretty close, though. But okay. yeah, McDavid's the best NHL player. In the NHL,
0: hands down the best NHL player. Hands down, no question. Uh, Okay, so now we're going to move over to the East. We have Washington, number one. We have Pittsburgh Penguins, number two. We have the Boston Bruins, number three. And we have the New York Islanders, number four. I'm sorry to everybody else in the East that's fans of new york philadelphia new jersey or buffalo they've all been eliminated now right now number one spot is actually being contested between both pittsburgh and washington as it stands right now washington's number one but by the looks of it that could change at any time so for argument's sake there big mikey let's say that everything stays the way it is on paper right now that means washington is gonna be facing the new york islanders how do you see that faring out oh, i think boston's gonna win boston in six. Uh Sorry, we said Washington New York Islanders, sir.
1: Um, I like I like what Washington did, bringing in the Anthony Man stuff. A little bit more sandpaper. That's gonna be a tough battle, and and the New York Islanders are uh, they're really strong up the middle, but uh. I, I got to give the slight edge to Washington. I think Washington's going to beat the New York Islanders. We'll have a Washington-Boston second round, which is going to be pretty scary. That's going to be a really good second round if that happens. So
0: you've already got it in your mind that Pittsburgh is losing to Boston. Is this correct? Yeah. And in your mind, Boston's taking it all in the East.
1: Um, Against Washington, that's going to be a tough battle. Um, It all depends if uh, Tichyra stays healthy. What happened with their goaltending situation with Boston? If Tuka Ross gets injured, I would give the slight edge to Washington. If Ross stays healthy and enough for Boston, then uh, Boston can come through. It all depends uh, what happens with Tuka.
0: Boston will go as far as Tuka takes them. You know what's funny is, um, just going back a little bit in history, Tuka Ross was actually um, picked up by the Toronto Maple Leafs and we traded him. <laughs> isn't that... Yeah, ar- for Raycross. Isn't that irony? Yeah. We wouldn't be having these... Uh, like. Not to say anything against uh, Frederick Anderson or Campbell, but uh, you imagine right now, we had the team we had, and we had Tukaras I'm just saying. Anyways, moving on.
1: Yeah, and we went since Boston had Tukoros, we've gone through many, many goalies, and Tukoros has won uh, Stanley Cup, future Hall of Famer, incredible stats, just phenomenal what? numbers.
0: Boy, did we shit the bed in <laughs> Toronto, but I mean, hindsight is always 2020. <laughs> moving on, into the Central Division. So in the central division much like the north division three spots have been clinched and the fourth hasn't so as it stands right now dallas is still within a position to catch up to nashville which is in fourth place for that last spot in the central division right now the point differential is like four points give or take so if right now was the deadline nashville will be in carolina's one Tampa Bay is number two. Florida is number three. Nashville, obviously, number four. So Nashville would face Carolina, the number one team. How do you see that faring out?
1: Um, I would say Carolina would win in six. Carolina's got a lot of depth up the middle with uh, with uh, Jordan Stahl, Sebastian Aho, and Trocheck. Great defense. The rookie goaltender's playing really well right now, but you still have James Reimer and Magic coming back uh, back from a big
0: injury. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, they got a lot of depth in that. I just think uh, Carolina's got too much depth, and they're going to win in
0: six. And how about this Battle of Florida? Who do you think is going to take this one?
1: Oh, wow. No one expects uh, the Florida Panthers to play this well this year, and they've been a real surprise team. It's just going to be interesting because uh, Kucherov is coming off a big surgery, and, and he's supposed to be ready for the playoffs and same with Stamco so I don't know like a healthy Tampa team I don't know it all depends uh, Kucherov's gonna be rusty and he's gonna need like you know a few games to get subtle but um I, don't know, I think uh Florida's gonna upset Tampa first and I think Florida's gonna be Tampa That's, uh, the big surprise
0: I think this year all right so let's say that this actually comes to fruition and Florida beats Tampa Bay who is winning between Carolina and and Florida. I
1: think carolina didn't come out of that division. I think it's their uh, their time to to come to the next level and they'll be in uh the conference finals this year or, or sorry, not the conference final, well the big four. Okay.
0: all the division all the teams are mixed this year. So, we got Carolina as your big winner on that one. Now let's go to the West. All right, so in the West, much like the North and the Central division, uh there's still one spot available in the playoffs. It's going to it's going to be a hard push. So right now we have the Vegas Golden Knights, number one. The Avs, number two. Minnesota, number three. Okay, and right now as it stands, St. Louis is number four. But Arizona is sitting right at their... Uh, feet. It's a six-point differential. I mean, it, it it could happen. It's not likely to happen. And actually, at the same point, Los Angeles is also not eliminated as it stands. But I mean, the point differential is like eight points plus. They got to beat them. So mm, it's less likely. I think that the Kings are going to actually make it that far. Saying that today's a deadline, just like everybody else and everybody that's in that bubble is already considered winning how do you see st louis blues facing the golden knights who's winning that battle
1: i think st louis is going to upset them i think i think it's going to be st louis that beats the vegas and colorado beats minnesota and there'll be a colorado second uh colorado st louis second round
0: okay and who's winning that uh in that battle
1: oh Colorado's going to come out of that, that division
0: all right so colorado now i'm not sure of the format of who plays who and what division so the winners of each division
1: it, it, going to go by points and stuff so we don't really know depending which
0: uh which teams come out of their division okay so let's just presume for a second that the west and the central are the teams let's just fabricate it just for shits and giggles okay so if that's the case and going on the people you predict to be the winners so you predicted carolina and colorado who's winning that match in seven well, it's gonna be colorado okay so you got colorado as a winner i just want to you know what i want to write this down because when this season's done, I want to compare our notes to see where we stay. Maybe we'll throw a bet after this is done to see if you're right. You still owe me wings, PS, from last year, because Tampa Bay did win. Anyways, not no big deal, and we're not you know, not uh, trying to show you up or nothing. So let's assume that the East and the North are the ones that face off, and we have Toronto pegged as winning the North, and we have Boston pegged as winning the East. Who's winning that battle?
1: I think that's going to be the year where Toronto beats Boston.
0: Oh, shit. Stop it. I'm getting excited here.
1: Boston gave it to Toronto in the past, and I think this is the year where the veteran guys show up, Thornton and Spazza, and Simmons and Salino and all these guys and I think it's gonna be a Toronto Colorado final and I think this is uh I think
0: this is gonna to be Toronto's year COVID year where Toronto actually wins the cup okay so we fact, have it's gonna be
1: it's gonna be, it's going to be a great I think it's gonna be a great playoff to see uh, Matthews versus McDavid and if you can have uh, a Matthew versus McKinnon Stanley Cup finals I think it would be great for rating it would be great for hockey and it would be great for the brand to have uh, two of your uh, elite
0: Players facing each other in Stanley Cup so, I want to stop you for a second because, okay, so you're predicting Toronto's going to win. If we put everything together the way we have, or it all falls up together the way we've put it together, Toronto's going to win. Now, I got to say one thing right off the bat. Go figure if this is the year Toronto wins, we win in the middle of a fucking pandemic where we can't go down the streets and celebrate. I mean, let's be honest for a second. We know that's not going to stop shit. And the road, the streets are going to get packed. Young Street's going to be an absolute mess. Okay. We know this, but go figure at the year, like a pandemic, every other year we could be at the, what used to be the ACC, which is now a Scotiabank center or place. I don't know what, what it's called. So nobody's been able to actually go to a game and watch it. And this is the year possibly. Clearly, this is all hypothetical, folks. And, uh, you know, I'm not uh, setting up my lawn chair at Young and Dundas getting ready for the parade. I'm just saying, go figure if any year's the year, this would be the year that Toronto does yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it could be interesting. They're going to ask everyone not to come out for the parade. Everyone can watch it from their home. And, oh, that's a global pandemic. It is what it is. And, uh, How do you know that nobody's maybe, staying home. May, maybe, uh, the winning team, you have the fans. Uh, they can all zoom or whatever. Toronto can do something where they put like a big thing of all the different fans
0: celebrating if they do win. That's all you can do, right? You just adjust with time. See, normally I would love to throw a bet, but because you've already picked my team to win, I can't bet against you. I have to agree with you. and Just leave it at that. Oh, on that <laughs> note, Big Mikey, I very much appreciate it. We're going to have you back on the show soon. Probably in the middle of these playoffs to see how this is all panning out. I got it ri- written down here. I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you, bro. Yeah. We're going to keep our eyes locked on our sports channels to make sure this is what's going down or just to see if this is what's going down. Big Mikey, thank you once again for being on the show, buddy. All right, well, thank you for having me on your show. No problem. Always remember, go deep. Welcome back to the world famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support. And remember, always go deep.